Damn, like, oh, oh, God, everything's. seen these glasses in forever i haven't seen these glasses in forever when the music plays can i talk over it can you guys hear me talking over it i have to have my mouth like this close right do do any of you ever suspect i'm just not going to show up that you're going to be here it's going to be like 701 702 and he's going to be like hey he didn't show up have i ever not shown up Sevan is never late nor is he early he arrives arrives per- precisely when he means to wow my mouth isn't uh, i should have warmed it up i should have done my uh my exercises my wife's father uh, gave me a bunch of exercises to do with my mouth before i come on i think i've only done them like twice but they're good every time i do them i'm happy i do them that was weird i, w- I was thinking this um I-, I am late occasionally i'm late uh one or two minutes late it's usually something weird happens. It's usually something weird happens, like uh, the power went out the day before and I get in here and it's like, oh shit, nothing's on. Because I always leave everything on. So then everything needs to be rebooted. But as I've spoken about before, every morning my life is like, my I wake up at six and then i know where i'm supposed to be at 603 and then 605 and 612 i i just i i know where i'm where all the way up until the minute the show starts i've done it so many times now i know if i'm like a minute behind somewhere i'm like ooh, i don't really have enough time to put that mud in my hair today i guess we'll skip that or ooh, i'd rather look for more content for the live call-in show and fool around on my computer than i don't know drink an extra cup of coffee so it's like that oh no oh no how come my life calling notes are, aren't right? That's not good. I have no, I've no, I've, I've not mastered this. Doesn't this seem to be a reoccurring theme? Oh my goodness. Uh, oh, no, there they are. There they are. There they are. Here we go. Start off with this. Hey, I really liked the guy yesterday. I really, really liked uh, Pestuch yesterday. I'm going to tell you, I wasn't um, uh, particularly nice to him. I don't know if any of you noticed that. Uh, he, I, I almost felt like I was hazing him a bit. Um, my wife was crazy impressed. My wife was crazy impressed. By hazing, I mean there were topics that could have been I'll just tell you uh, um, go, the topic about uh, kids crawling and walking and carrying and scooting. He, he, he doesn't even flinch. These are highly emotionally charged topics. Highly. And uh, he was unflinching. The same with the Vax conversation. Unflinching tells his story. Doesn't show. Um, I shit on him with love. I, uh, I don't want to say I shit on him. Justin, uh, making an astute observation. The vests are making a comeback. I don't know. I have a lot of them. Um, yeah, he, he, those are, those are when, when you bring up, uh, it, every day in my life, I have a conversation with someone where I see them, uh, getting their emotion is blocking themselves from 
inhibiting, damaging, interfering. What, the, what, what is the word? I say their emotions are interfering. I'm going to go with interfering. Interfering their ability to uh, do the conversation. And uh, he, he didn't allow that to happen. I think there's a word for it, like equanimity or equanimous. Is, is that the word? Does anyone know? There's some. Yeah. And usually when people do that um, stuff where they're, they're like, when we were talking about that overhead squat thing and he said, I would have approached it like this. I've been like, fuck you, you're pussyfooting around. Just tell him how it is. But he actually wasn't. He, there's a level, I, I don't know. I appreciated his sincerity and clarity of thought. It was, it was pretty awesome. Uh, Sean Pastuch. Pastuch? Pastuch? I spelled his name wrong. Pastuch? Uh, Robert Cowton. Good morning, Sevon. Good morning, Robert. Considering one of your boys will become a pro tennis player, will you get tennis players on the show to interview? I would. You know, we had um, we had. I was in communication, direct communication with a Serena Williams coach. What's that guy's name? And then it just fell through the cracks. I'm going to ramp up having tons of guests on again very soon here. I become even more, uh, I become less, less flexible when I, when I, when I, when I start seeing guests on my schedule, I start, um, I'm very, I, be, I lose all flexibility in my schedule. I become extremely intense around my schedule. And making sure I'm prepared for guests. So it was kind of a nice break for me to um to not have guests. Uh, Jeffrey Birchfield, equanimity. He, look at him, he's doing uh, Caleb's job. Mental calmness, composure, and evenness of temper, especially in a difficult situation. Yeah, equi- yeah, I think that's it. I thought it was it was going to sound a little bit deeper. Yeah, this guy, this guy, Patrick uh, Mornahan or something, or was that how you spell it, Paulina? Yeah. I would love to. I don't think, uh, my, I don't man tennis. Whew. I guess all professional sports, they reach a point where it's just too hard. Where, where it just becomes dangerous. You, you, you're, you're, you're flirting with the margins of, um, of the, this, of disaster. I don't know if I want to put my kids through that. I don't know if they, I guess it's not up to me. I guess they'll do whatever they're going to do, but. I don't think, and 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 they're uh, they're uh, they have a handicap. I know you're not supposed to say it, but it's true. They're 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 not going to be tall. I don't think they're going to be tall unless something weird happens. Yeah, see, there you go. But I guess it doesn't mean. Um, I guess it doesn't mean uh, they couldn't do it. I mean, shit, Muggsy Bogues, Clive. Uh, Sevon, did you see the body worn uh, footage from Nashville? Disappointing that the cops were all male. <laughs> Very disappointing that the cops were all male. Very. I would have liked to have seen some tranny on tranny shooting too. It would have been cool if they had a tranny in the department. I didn't even think about that. That's awesome. Would have been cool if a black guy would have shot a white woman. That's what the headline could have been. Black man shoots white woman. <laughs> So absurd. Oh, 
God, we live with fucking morons. I, I, it's okay. I don't mean that in an offensive way. They truly, people are truly are stupid. Someone actually said in the comments on YouTube, you know that lady holding the weight over her head? Someone actually said in the YouTube comments, hey, quit bitching. You could slip and fall on a banana peel and die. Like there's some uh, correlation or comparison or simile or metaphor to purposely holding 35 pounds over your head with a baby strapped to you over your baby's head and putting your baby at risk under the guise of working out that that somehow is um, uh, could be equated to slipping in, on a banana peel and dying. It's like, and I'm just like, wow, we, we really do not live with smart people. But what it exposes is how they think that you're drawing. Well, I could die tomorrow. So today I'm going to do a bunch of fentanyl. Like what? I could die tomorrow. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take a mortgage out on my house and spend all that money on Coke and whores. What? That's your processing chip. I, I don't want to live on a planet with those people. Of course, yes, of course, 100%. Trans people uh, are three to six times more likely to be on the autism spectrum than normal people, Cambridge said. Yeah, of course, right? I mean, of course, of course, of course. It, 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 there is no doubt, I said it on here over a year ago, that uh, being a tranny is a mental illness. I don't mean that in, like, in any negative way at all, zero negativity around that. Even if you're the healthiest tranny of all time, if you have a man's body, but you think you're a woman or you want a woman's body, that's a mental illness. It, it, it goes back to just accept a healthy person is just accepting shit. A healthy person is very, very accepting of situations of reality. They're not fighting with reality. The more you fight with reality, the, the more mentally ill you're going to be. It's a pretty simple equation, but that one's just huge. Yeah, of course you have a huge mental illness. And imagine the assholes around you that help you like perpetuate your mental illness. These are fucked up people. I can't wait. I wish I could be around in 200 years when they read about these people. Wait a second. You're telling me a three-year-old told you that they were transgender, that they were really a, how did they learn what the word transgender meant? You're telling me your three-year-old daughter knew she was a boy and they took her to the doctor and they started giving her drugs to transform her. Uh-huh. This is a uh, 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 direct message I received on Instagram this morning. I run an army recruiting station. The other day, a graduate from the best high school in my area came into my office to take a practice entrance exam. So this, this guy works in a recruiting office and someone came in because they wanted to join the military. After this person failed uh, the exam, the recruiter in the office was helping with some basic math. And the kid asked the recruiter, how do you know that one-fourth is 25%? This is a kid who graduated from the premier high school in his area. The recruiter said, uh, use this simile, you know, like a quarter is uh, one-fourth of a dollar. 25 cents is one-fourth of a dollar. The kid said, well, sure, but how am I supposed to know one quarter means 25% of something? 
those numbers just don't make sense, close quote. The recruiter then explained, you know, one-tenth is 10%, two-tenths is 20%, and, and so on and so on. The kid graduated from high school. By the way, they never unfucked the kid. They said they were the kid left and the kid, the kid still didn't understand. And this person continues to write to me, hey, I wish I could tell you this is an isolated incident, but it's not. This is the, uh, this is the norm. I don't have particularly smart kids. They're just normal kids. My kids are so normal. The, the, they receive a, the only thing that maybe is outside of normal is they receive a lot of attention from their parents. The kids don't even go to school. My six-year-old knows all that. My six-year-old knows that 10% is a dime of a dollar. It's unreal. Unreal. You, it's not just that, um, it's not just that the kids don't know that. It's that they will be unable to think clearly and the richness and depth of their life will be severely limited because their perspective is so narrow. We know all those people that, that another, another, um, caricature of uh, mental illnesses, they see the world like this. People, th those people see the world through the straw. They can't, they can't go big picture at all, right? Get rid of guns, child killing, stop. Me take all guns off planet Earth. Two years later, Pfizer's making everyone in the country grab their ankle, take an injection, and stay locked up for two months because we don't have guns. That person never even considered that because they looked through the world through a straw. Like, oh. Oh, I see. Okay, I see. Uh, yes, remove that. They they can't even see. It's like it's like uh, it's like ne ne being in summertime and not having any understanding that sooner or later winter's coming, or being in winter and thinking it's like a bad acid trip. Being that dumb, you just think it's never going to be over. That's the only thing you see. So you get people who just can't think clearly, and those that's our cohort. Those are our colleagues. Those are the people that vote. I hear, Dwayne, I kind of hear what you're saying. The Army has no prep camp you can take before boot camp to try to help with this. It's how, how did you graduate from high school not knowing that 25% of 100 is 25? How did you not know that? How, how could that be? It's not even math at that point. There's just a certain comprehension, logic, understanding, minimal visualization, minimal. Yeah, that's fair. Kids are nervous at the recruiting office. I, I, I remember in the second grade, I misspelled wood. Would you like to come to the beach with me? And I spelled it W-O-O-D. Oh, my goodness. Sticks haunts me to this day. Frank, Frank Jonas, it's almost like you sit there. I, I, I am sitting. And you think people are saying, get rid of all guns. 
and they aren't. They're actually saying just stop selling them to monsters. Is that what they're saying, Frank? Or are they saying you can't have certain kinds of guns? You can't have these guns today, and then tomorrow you can't have those guns, and then you can't have those bullets. And are they doing it because there's any solution there, Frank? Do they care? We, 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 all, we all know where the real killing's happening. We know it has nothing to do with these uh, shootings in the schools and, and whatnot. We all know that. Everyone knows it's happening in Baltimore, Chicago, Philadelphia with handguns. And that the guns that are doing the majority of the killing have nothing fucking to do with these guns that they're trying to get rid of or put laws on. That's what it comes down to. And at the end of the day, Frank, I think, I, I suspect maybe you're onto something. I think they really are trying to get rid of all guns. I think they are. Do you want me to play that clip by Trudeau where they got rid of, you can't buy handguns in Canada? Well, uh, I think we, on someone, someone uh, kicked off 12 doses, but uh, brought them back. I, I'm, I'm, I hear you, Frank. I'm open to the discussion. I, just tell me what they're actually trying to do. do you, because my, my perspective on it is, is that it's all just a distraction. Someone can go look. I did a piece on it once. You can go back to 1952. It was some crazy number, like 52% of the schools in the United States taught shooting. Kids were bringing 22s to school, and there wasn't a single shooting. No kid ever got shot that year. And yet, you know, 2 million kids brought guns to school that year, legally. And so, and so to be continuously, there's so much evidence that it's not the guns. Endless. And on top of that, on top of that, I just need to know what's going to, what the byproduct is going to be of your law. I know what they want the byproduct to be. I know they wanted to put masks on people and stop COVID. I know they wanted to give the injections and stop people, but it, but it didn't work. It did everything worse. It made everything worse. The outcome was atrocious. I just, I don't trust uh, simple-minded people. I don't trust people who see the world like this. And hey, you just have to start applying that logic to other stuff. How can 12,000 people die every year falling down the stairs and, and there isn't a huge campaign to stop to end stairs? It would be so easy to do something to the pornography industry. It, it isn't. I'm not suggesting they do either. I'm just saying. There'd be so, there's so many things that could be done. How can Google restrict my ability to uh, say anything at the word injection, but on Snapchat, 13-year-olds can get drugs and cock? I, if, and I and I know that there. I, I only use that as not that two wrongs make a right, but that I don't. I don't trust the the method that they want people to say stuff like you're saying. Oh, here we go again, Sevon. We need to have a Sevonistas by the fireside where you bring some of us on and get the real stories of your followers. Like that they like that they have uh okay. Uh Frank Jonas, uh does mental illness only occur in the US? Because if the gun problem is actually just mental illness, it ain't happening anywhere else. I don't even understand that question. Sorry. I need, is does mental illness only occur in the US? No. Look at the Netherlands. 
Look, look, look at the whole countries, Europe. Look at the city of London as one giant brewing pot of fucking insanity. Look at Toronto, Montreal. Because if the gun problem is actually just mental illness, no, the, oh, it ain't happening anywhere else. What's not happening anywhere else? If the gun problem is actually just mental illness. Oh, you're saying that other places where they have guns, I, I don't, I'm not sure exactly what you're saying. I'm not sure what you're saying. You're saying, let's get rid of the guns and don't worry about the mentally ill people. They, at least then they won't be killing each other. Is that, is that, is that what you're saying? Uh, if you're going to blame mental illness on school shootings, I'm not blaming. I'm, I'm not blaming. You're blaming guns on school shootings. I'm not blaming. It only happens in this country. I hear you. I hear you. You're saying where... In Canada, they don't have that because they don't, they, they allow guns in Canada. What else, what else don't they have in other countries that we have? What have you, what else don't they have? Freedom. A wide swath of nationalities and ethnicities. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe it's too, maybe it's too easy to uh, maybe it's too easy to get a gun. I'm blaming school shootings on the ease of fucked up person to legally buy a weapon. Fair. But I think we can clearly say that that person who recently was involved in that Nashville shooting was not a uh, sane person, correct? They had issues. I mean, shit. How could anyone how could anyone do that and be sane, right? I was watching the TikTok debate yesterday. Republicans and Democrats wanted to get rid of TikTok and Rand Paul spoke up. I was like, yo, yo, wait a second here. It's pretty cool. It was it was, it was pretty cool to hear uh, Rand Paul talk. Man, he can think clearly. And I and I went into it being like, dude, what is Rand Paul doing? We got to get, dude, yeah, let's get rid of this shit. But after listening to him, I was like, yeah, he's got, got some great points. He's got some great points. Uh, uh, what did he say? Um, he talked about freedom of speech, of course. And he talked about how he was censored by uh, YouTube and by Twitter and that uh, he didn't appreciate that. And that um, TikTok is not allowed in China. And so we're no different than the Chinese if we ban TikTok. And do we want to be like the Chinese? He also mentioned that there's 150 million people in the United States using TikTok, which is crazy to me. I wonder if that's really true. That's nuts. That's half the population. And you have to think right away, if we have 350 million people in this country, um, let's just take off 100 million for whatever reason. 
their kids or their immigrants or they don't speak English or they don't have access to phones or whatever. Let's just take off 100 million. So that's 250 million. I'll be generous, 300 million people who are capable of using TikTok. You're telling me half those people use TikTok? That is nuts to me. That is absolutely nuts. Crazy. Anyway, he he basically says that. He says, yeah, we're being just like them. There's got to be a different solution. He said that it's um, one of the arguments for banning TikTok was that it's owned by the Chinese. Rand Paul says it's not owned by the Chinese. Some Chinese have ownership in it, but the majority of it is not owned by Chinese. Uh, he had some other point. Oh, he said one of the arguments for getting rid of TikTok is that it's tracking all of all of the people, the users of it. I don't know why anyone would use it. I, I don't know. I don't understand why people are using it. I, I don't even have that app on my phone. I don't. I, you, how would you have time for TikTok? I guess maybe if you just do TikTok. I don't know how you would have time for TikTok and Instagram. I guess there's people who have TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter. And then, of course, there's Reddit and YouTube. I decided that um, in my mind that Reddit is, if Reddit, Reddit is the lowest form of social media. Reddit's where, Reddit's like for people who go to carnivals. You know those traveling carnivals where there's like 30 or 40 or 50 or 60-year-old men there? And and, and they're trying to give meth to have sex with local 14-year-old girls? That's what I think of Reddit. Shitty rides. Shitty flat beer. Everything about it is just shitty. It's like it's it's poor the poorest of the it's if if Disneyland is where you go to eat and pretend to like rides, carnivals are where you uh I don't know, try to have sex with underage people and do meth. I just that's what I think of Reddit. Just just the worst people. When I picture someone commenting on Reddit, and I'm, I'm sure I'm wrong, but but I enjoy indulging it. When I picture someone commenting on Reddit, I imagine them sitting downstairs in their parents' basement with four 50-inch TVs, the cheapest ones that they game on, and like six bowls of half-eaten cereal sitting around. That's kind of how I picture it. And Tandu. Uh, TikTok provides infinite 10 to 30 seconds of dopamine. There's no need for thought and it just provides entertainment. SF Starnugs, you should get in on the Nopen. Is that the thing um, Hiller's doing? I know I am actually, I, I spoke to him yesterday for like 20 minutes about it. I was thinking that um, we were brainstorming an idea of doing a show and then using all the donations from that show as the prize money for it. Ah, Devesh Maharaj. So you're saying Reddit is the social media equivalent of San Francisco. Yeah, pro yeah, probably something like that. I'm sure there are some great things. Dope uh, depends on which subreddit. There are some great subreddits with amazing, accurate information and quality discussions. Yeah, I hear you. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. It's it's probably the thing is is it's probably like fifty percent valuable. You know what I mean? Like you're editing and you, you're stuck and your your computer's having some issues or you can't figure out why the 
the, that, that thing that seals your car window when you roll your window up in your 1994 Toyota Sienna, why it all, the, the window always hits it and, and sucks it in and you got to go on there and you find some guy who solved, solved the problem with Q-tips and a Vaseline. Yeah, I'm sure it's got tons of stuff like that. Tons. Uh, Mark Higgins, I listen to all the shows but never get the chance to listen live and contribute to the show. You're all good dudes except Dan Bailey. Thanks, Mark. That's cool. Is it, you're in, because you're in Europe? There you go. Uh, Reddit helped me overcome my fear of steroids. Asteroids. Oh, asteroids. Okay. Oh, you went on there and you're like, okay, the planet's not going to get hit by asteroids. That might be mental illness right there. That's totally out of your control. That's the bigger picture. You see, there it is. That's a great example. Sorry to use this. Use, use the example, Allison. If you have a fear of asteroids, the, the thing isn't that you have a fear of asteroids. That's not, that's not, that's the small picture. What's the big picture? What's the big picture? That you have thoughts that you let run away and control you? Because if it's not, it's, tomorrow it's going to be ladders, right? Or crosswalks or. I told someone, uh, Savon is getting uh, magnanimous. I, I told someone to eat a dick yesterday. Maybe I'll pull up the um, the clip. Uh, you can say the same for TikTok, to be honest. Between the ocean of vapid content, there's some good info. It just takes discerning audience. Uh, Frank, all social media is a cesspool unless you're using it for work or activities. Yeah, word. I agree. I really enjoyed uh, my time on uh, Instagram. So what am I, what am I, what am I going to do? Okay, here we go. Uh, this, this clip is called liberal therapy. Burning down a black neighborhood would be frowned upon. But if you just say you're protesting Donald Trump, it's okay. I mean, I could literally show up and start torching local businesses and shit. And not only would nobody get mad at me, They'd actually call me a hero. How does destroying low-income neighborhoods make you a hero? I don't know. But check this out. I was at a defund the police protest in Minnesota last week, and I picked up a trash can, threw it through a laundromat window, like I've done dozens of times. This time was different. This time I got arrested, and the feds tear gassed me. No media coverage, nobody calling me a hero. What's up with that? That sounds like justice. Or fascism. You think getting arrested for vandalism is fascism? Is it? I don't know what fascism means. Was that it? No. Do you know if Donald Trump was behind your arrest? Because if he was, it sounds pretty fascist to me. Should I tweet about it? I'm going to tweet about it. No, don't. Can't. Trump canceled my cell service. Can I borrow someone's phone? To save the country. Normally, burning down a black neighborhood would be... How do we get back? How do we get back to where burning down uh, neighborhoods uh, isn't cool? How do we get back? David Weed, uh, Instagram is for old people that think they're cool. I know, but you're probably right. You know, like people like me, you think, do you, is Instagram like a MySpace? It's just a desert of just old, just goofballs on there now. Is that what it's become? Uh, Minneapolis equals shithole.
Check, check. Is this mic on? I know I already played this, but in it again. Do you notice how important words were to Tosh? Tosh cared what words meant. You remember that? Tosh cared. And Sean cared. Sean cared how you approach topics. Words were important because they mean something, right? I saw a lady. Not that I agree with this, but one of you guys sent me a clip where a lady was on a, uh, had a talk show. It was in the UK. She was British and, and the guest used the word cis woman. And the, the host said, hey, you're not allowed to use that here. There's only women here. Women and men here. We don't do cis women. You're not changing what I am. I'm a woman. I mean, I think I don't, I don't use those terms, but I don't care if someone else uses them. It kind of lets us know about them, right? That they're douches. But check this out. This is from the movie Uncle Tom too. If you haven't seen at least the first one of these, you got to see it. These are great movies. Negro, black, Afro-American. We have to define ourselves as a group. We have to hyphenize ourselves. The African-American one is just horrible. We're inconsistent with it. For example, if somebody comes from Morocco or from Libya, we don't call them an African-American. We're only talking about people from sub-Saharan Africa. Okay, fine. Charlize Theron is South African. No, because she's white, but she's from Africa. Yeah, but her ancestors are not from there. Three, four, five generations of them are. No, no, African-American, that, that's a term that we use for individuals of African descent who survived slavery. Okay, then Obama was not our first African-American president because his father was a Kenyan and they were not a product of slavery. It just breaks down. It just doesn't work. I don't want to be hyphenated. I don't want to be hyphenated. I don't need to be hyphenated. So there it is again. And here's the thing, going back to that straw thing. It's just not going to work characterizing people by their skin color. It's just not going to work. It's just not going to fucking work. And this guy knows it. A bunch of us know it. It's just not going to work. It's shitty. It's, 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 it's more on categorizing. It's just, it's just not going to work. It's pointless. It's pointless. It's imagination. It's gender. Colors like gender. There's just too many variations. It's infinite. Never going to be able to peg it down. Uh, That uh, documentary is Uncle Tom uh, 2. That's the second one that I think, I think Larry Elder produced these. Thank you, Philip. It's just not going to work. Judging people by color is doing this. Just looking through the straw again. It's it's not big picture. It doesn't work. There's no solution there. It's only relevant in one place. That's your relationship with the sun. It's just not going to work. If you care what words mean. If you don't, you just like the chaos and living a fucking shallow, unhappy life, then fuck it. Roll with it. It's awesome. <laughs> Let the confusion just fucking keep rolling around in that head of yours. Never have any clarity there. I'm telling you, the sooner you start making sure that words mean something, the happier you'll be. Happier you'll be. You realize that we're just magicians here. Oh, so let me see. The show is becoming more sophisticated. People like text and shit now. Oh, yeah. This good, the, the show oh, was there. Yeah. <laughs> Someone sent me a, a, a text just now. And it shows the the school shooter dead, and it says their pronouns were uh, was were. 
was worry. A little death shooter humor. I'm an, I'm an American that's Armenian descent. Right? America, Americans, like what your nationality and Armenians, your ethnicity. Like, it, Armenian is, ethnicity is like where the semen and the egg come from. Uh, and nationality is like where you were born geographically. Yeah, dark humor is funny. I, it's good. It's always good. There's lots. Of, I have so much comedy in today's show. I'm kind of proud of today's show. I'm bummed uh, Suze is not here. There's so many funny things in today's show. Okay, here we go. Let's just keep. Let's just keep it. There's three topics we talk about, right? David Weed, abortion, racism, and the injection. Here we go. Think about it. You know, racism is a mental impairment. You know what I mean? Like it, that actually means their brains aren't as functioning as well. And they've also studied racists and they've found they have a lower IQ. So, you know, maybe we should be treating racists differently. Like maybe they should have their own bus. <laughs> be like, there goes the racists. They, they're going to the park. They love that. Uh, <laughs> fuck, are you looking at me? <laughs> fuck them. Maybe every racist should have a carer. <laughs> Come on, let's go. She got a turban. That's okay. I told you. That's okay. People are allowed to wear turbans, aren't they? She looks different. That's all right. That's okay. I want to get a kebab. Good, good boy. Now you're getting it. Now you're getting it. <laughs> if you think about it, you know, racism is a mental impairment. You know what I mean? Oh, full-blown mental impairment by the way racism is for sure mental illness what's even more twisted is what the left's done with it that is and that's what's even crazier Sevan, do you not want to open the can of worms that iq is different between races i'm not sure i'm not sure if there are different races here to be honest with you i'm not sure i i, I think i'm more on the side that there's only one race but there is a fascinating uh wiki page um on uh the internet that um about Ashkenazi Jews being a standard deviation smarter than the rest of the uh world but like are you saying like Armenians are not as smart like are not as smart as Nigerians but uh Ethiopians are dumber than um Finnish people I don't know I, I don't know if to, I, I I don't mean I don't care talking about it I, but there's so much that would need to be defined I mean, something, I think something's not normal about Nigerians. I, but I, but I would not say, think it's IQ at all. I think it would be culture. Like, I don't think, how could Chinese people or Asian people or Japanese people be all so much smarter than Americans when they, for years, they were fucking malnourished and that's why they were fucking so small and they were trapped on that island. I, that's a cultural thing, I think. I don't think that they have like some sort of, uh, physiological advantage. I think that I think that maybe we would be better off if, if we. Um, I think that maybe different uh, ethnicities, maybe is a better word than race, uh, have uh, physical advantages, right? But I don't know. No, I don't take uh, what Wiki states as fact. But my wife's Ashkenazi, and my Jews are Ashkenazi, so I like to just believe it. I don't. 
But I do think, David, that I, I don't, I'm just going to say this. I, I don't know if this is true, but I think believe that there is some sort of cultural significance to different ethnicities. For instance, uh, one of my friends was joking around about this, but there, there might be some significant truth to it that culturally Jews find smart as sexy, right? And so they breed for smart. So culturally, yeah, someone may find a uh, penis size as sexy. Someone might find uh, the size of butt and a woman sexy. Someone might. And so if you culturally have these things that you find are attractive, then maybe you're breeding for those characteristics. And so eventually you're going to get a group that's, you know, faster, stronger, smarter. I mean, there's a, there's a, there's a group of men who stay at the bar until it closes and, and try to mate with the, 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 um, the drunkest chick there, the, the chick that can barely get out. For some reason, I don't, I don't think something's wrong with that. I think that, I think that that's a, is that, that's called like bottom feeding or something. That's a mating strategy that I don't think probably leads to uh Nobel prize winners, but what do I know? I usually listen at 1.5 speed. Someone you sound absolutely wasted now at one time. Melissa, like wasted, like drunk. Uh, Melissa, there's nothing sexier than intelligence. Yeah, it's cool. Smart people are dope. Girls really like that. I would see, I see, I've seen girls swoon around uh, smart guys and rich guys. They really like rich guys. A uh, rich is, uh, means that you have a, a, a lot of, the potential to buy a lot, purchase a lot of human energy. You think this is true? You think this is true what I'm about to show you? This is a woman in a parking lot in a foreign country, meaning not the United States, and she sees this term Frauenparkplatz. I should, I should, I should Google that. F-R-A-U-E-N, Parkplatz. What's a Frauenparkplatz, she asks, asks her friend. Here we go. You guys ready for this? I think this is true. What's a frown in park plots? It's for frown. It's for women. So only women can park here? Yes. Why? Because they're a little bit bigger. The spots are bigger? Yeah. What the fuck? What's a frown? So that's a parking pot sp uh, a section in a garage, underground garage for women only. Park plots. You see that? It says, it says women parking. It actually says that on the sign. It's for frown. And it's got a little picture of like, you know, the, the caricature of something in a skirt, like some stick figure in a skirt. It's for women. So only women can park here? Yes. Why? Because they're a little bit bigger. The spots are bigger for women. Hey, I'm very comfortable sharing with you that in the vast majority of men that drive, don't get, I've seen some amazing female drivers. Amazing parallel parking wizards, but and and I've been severely disappointed in some of my coolest friends being just really shitty drivers. Uh, but I, uh, men are just better drivers in general, much, 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 much better, much more confident, much more offensive drivers. Maybe that's why we get more accidents, but man. This, this, I, I'm okay with this. I'm okay with this discriminatory practice. Parking spots are just for women. I'm totally okay with that. You guys cool with that? I, I don't, I don't think, um,
I'm okay with women using the men's restroom. I'm okay with them having their own parking spots. Do you guys know how to get in and out of a car when it's a tight spot? Do you guys know how to do that? Does everyone does everyone know how to do that? You when you get out of the car, so so the door I'm I'm sitting here and the door opens. I wrap my head hand my head. I wrap my hand around the edge of the door and then I open it up until my knuckles are touching the car. You know that? That's how you do it. And then you squeeze out. But the whole time you're squeezing out, you have your knuckles in between your steel door and the car next to you. If it's that tight, everyone know how to do that? I've never seen anyone do that but me. But not that I've seen a lot of people get out of tight parking spaces. But you can't just be, you have to put something between your door and their car. Or it's going to hit. Don't gently push your door up against their door. No. Got to have your hand there. Hand there. So the metal from their car and your door are pushing up against each other. And then you slide out. That's it. That's how you get out. You don't ever ding someone's c- c- car. And if, and if you think you are, just, just move out. Um, there is a... It, it's, there's someone in here wrote, um, uh, Asians aren't good drivers. So that's a pretty stereotypical uh, comment. Uh that I've heard my whole life. I live around a lot of Asians in the Bay area. There does seem to be a disproportionate of times that I see someone driving 45 in the middle lane with their blinker stuck on or doing something just, just really poor, dangerous driving, overly slow. Like they're like it's a hundred and seven year old person in the car, and you pull up next to it, and it's a uh, it's it's an Asian person. I I, I cannot lie. From my own uh, scientific studies, um, I have noticed that there is a uh, yeah. The the majority of uh, liquor stores in my area, there you'll see a Middle Eastern guy in there. Ah, what are you doing, my friend? My dad owned a liquor store, but uh. Yeah, I, I cannot, I don't know if I manifested it or what, but there's no doubt, there's no question that I, that um, in, in my area, I've noticed a lot of uh, bad Asian drivers. Now, it's just a correlate. Maybe all Asians smoke weed, I, I and, and therefore it has nothing to do with the fact that they're Asian. It has to do with the fact that they're all stoned. I don't know. I, I don't I don't know like these are just correlates. But um what if we had could what if we had parking spaces that were just for Asians? I don't think I'm okay with that. God, that would be crazy, right? Uh here's the section you get like if you're a chick, you get like an extra six inches. But if you're Asian, you get an extra 12 inches. If you're Asian chick, you get an extra 18 inches. Uh, Mark Higgins. In my experience, Asians are terrible drivers. I know, but how much experience do you have? Oh, look, Judy's Asian. Let's see what she says. Uh, I do drive a Honda Civic. That's a stereotypical Asian. With Everyone in Northern California drives a... Uh, uh, oh, you changed your profile pic. That's nice. That's nice. Everyone in, in, in California drives a Honda. Sousa drives a Honda. Uh, Sevon, you're 51. You notice everything you think is bad or you don't agree with, probably. You like just like one of those old age things setting in. When I was a kid, 
No, I noticed the Asian thing along. I I noticed that forever ago. I'm peeking in the side of the car. It, 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 there's a there's a demographic that doesn't wear their seatbelt too. There's a demographic that litters. There's a demographic that jaywalks. And and I'm guilty of categorizing it all all by uh I, I can't I can't ever think of I've never seen an Asian guy jaywalk. There, take that. Ever. And and I lived in Berkeley with gazillions of Asian people. I did save an Asian guy's life one time in Berkeley. We were we were crossing the street on um, uh, from the Starbucks. What is that? Not College. Maybe it's College Avenue. Shoot, I used to know the names of all those streets. We were crossing the street. It was two lanes and then an island and then two lanes and then it was campus, UC Berkeley. And we were all on the side of the street the Starbucks was on and a bunch of us crossed to go out to the island. And when we crossed, the guy next to me was looking at his phone the whole time. Total, like, a, you know, giant Asian dude zitted up. Like, you know, 19-year-old Asian kid, 5'11", you know, 50 pounds overweight. Looking at his phone, backpack full of fucking probably physics books and shit. And he he thought that and all of us were on this island and he thought i made a move forward and he thought we were all going to step into the street and then i pulled back and right then a car came and he stepped out into the street i grabbed him by his backpack and pulled him back up onto the curb i saved his life i saved this dude's life do you know what he did nothing he didn't he didn't he didn't look up from his phone. He didn't thank me. He he didn't even say, dude, don't fucking touch me. Nothing. Zero. Caller, hi. Morning, Simon. How's it going? Good. I'm just talking about what is I'm, I'm like fucking Superman. If Armenian uh, if Superman were Armenian, it'd be me. me. <laughs> yeah. And you could say that I disproportionately save Asians' lives over uh white people's lives. So I can't think, I can't think of anyone white whose life I've saved. Um, talking about hey, the women that's the opposite pot. of Asian hate. Even though, even though I'm going to tell you, I ain't lying. It, it probably made me a little more racist, a little more discriminatory. These fucking Asians don't, they can't drive or walk. These motherfuckers. But on the other, it depends on how you couch it, how you, how you, how you present it to the world. You could say I have Asian love. I was in love with this Korean. I was in love with this Korean girl in high school, Mira Han. She had, I think, she had probably the biggest boobs of any girl in the high school. She was little though, too. Anyway, I digress. Hi. Hi. She was a cheerleader. She was a cheerleader. She was a cheerleader. Of course, they were Korean Asian cheerleader with big tits. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Not saying that you are, right. but instead of getting offended by the women parking spot, women specific parking spot, why not look at it that it is easier for women or mothers rather who have car seats to get their kids in and out of their cars a lot easier? I'd love something like that, especially in a parking garage situation. They at, at the Whole Foods uh, near my house. I remember they have spots that are family spots. But I always just park in the handicap spot, so it doesn't matter to me. There you go. I just think regardless, someone's going to look at the negative 
and see the sign and get offended and see that it's a woman's park parking spot. Yeah. Hey, there is some. So if you going back to the color thing, you know, it's interesting. That's why the color thing doesn't work. And like the sex is such a better way to discriminate because that's the thing, right? Like on one hand, you'll hear me be like, dude, you can't give people jobs um, based on the fact that like, like some, you can't give people jobs based on the fact that the color of their skin or whose genitalia they want in their face. But here's the inconsistency. I am okay with women um, having their own parking spots. I, I really am. I'm, I'm not even joking. I'm, I'm not even trying to be funny. I'm fully okay with it. I'm okay with doing lots of cool shit for women based on the fact that they have vaginas. I just think it's people telling them. Telling them this is, I think, true for a lot of but it's people telling them how to think, obviously, right? Telling them how to be, telling them how to react, respond. You mean you mean women in general? People, people, people shouldn't do that. Wait, you lost me. Is this Gabe? Uh, no. Oh, Eric. Eric oh. Wise. Oh, hi, Eric. Eric, you're you're from California. You live in Stockton. Uh, Lodi. Holy I won't, shit! I won't. I won't. I won't claim. I won't claim Stockton. Wow. You got, I'm not that you, hardcore. You just got some street cred with me, though. That's pretty cool. <laughs> hey, thanks. Welcome. Home of our champion, Justin Medeiros. Yeah. You ever run into Justin or, Sh- or Shanna or, or, or what's the dad's name? Anthony. Anthony. Yeah, they're at the gym all the time. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, benevolent sexism. Yeah. I'm totally, yeah, I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, for pregnant women, women, um, all yeah, sorts of, all it. sorts of shit like that. Oh yeah, Shanna, Shanna, uh, Shanna says you go to you. Eric's awesome. Goes to our gym. Look at, she goes to your gym, but you go to her gym. Everyone's taking owner, everyone's taking ownership. Vulcan CrossFit Lodi, great gym. Vulcan. Vulcrum. V- what is it? Vulcrum. 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 Oh, that's like yeah, yeah, that's yeah. like okay, that's like that thing. Okay. Sorry, what were you gonna say? Did you want to say something? No. Just have a terrific day. I got to get the kiddos to school, so. All right. We'll talk to you later, my man. Okay, bye. Peace out. Yeah, benevolent sexism. I'm totally... Maybe that's just... It's just maybe just the way my mom raised me. Oh, Nelly, here we go. One of my favorite subjects of all time. Uh, oh, speaking of Asians, I love this. This is this is Asians making fun of white people. Here's payback time for fucking whiteies. This is great. I love this. This is an Asian chick, uh, hot Asian chick, um, talking about tattoos. You know, like there's like the dudes, like the the the. I don't know. I guess it's non Asians will have like Asian shit like on their neck. They got some like symbol that means like dragon. Here, she's she's an Asian chick who got some tattoos, some English tattoos. I like this. Hey guys, check out my new tattoos. This one right here says happiness. This one right here, love. And then I got this, peace. Pretty badass and cultured, right? Hey guys, check out my new tattoos. This one right here says happiness. This one right here, love. And then I got this, peace. I like this. Is this this is this TikTok stuff? I like this kind of stuff. I think this is cool social media, like funny um social commentary. I like this. I think that that adds value to my life. I like that. 
I don't I don't feel like that's a waste of my time. Uh Coach Foos. Uh your profile picture is like an F stain warm by a fire. Or it's an F who's a protester who just threw a Molotov cocktail at a car and is sitting there admiring their work. I'm not sure. But a Malcolm Gladwell talks about stereotypes in relations to social cultural influences. So yes, most stereotypes are an oversimplified way of explaining difference. Uh, TikTok was a great idea. It was hijacked by the OnlyFans and uh, conspiracy theorists. What is that song that all the, the that all the conspiracy theorists um, always play? As soon as I hear that, I I, I want to run from it. I don't need music forming that much of my opinion. When I hear that music, I can't tell if what I'm he- if it's trying to tell me if what I'm hearing is like scary or if the person who made it's a, a, a meth head. I think this is Bob Hope. This is 70 years ago. By the way, if, if anyone if anyone's looking for a book to read, there's a book called The Big Lie by Dinesh D'Souza. The Big Lie. If you want just a big old dose of red pill, if you want to be like, okay, what is all this shit? That, what's all these issues Sevon has with Democrats right now? Why is he so anti-Democrat? What happened? That book will uh, will get you on the train. It will. Uh, he's an Indian guy. Or Pakistani or something. He's something dark. Darker than most black people I know. Smart. Very smart. Very articulate. It's called D- Dinesh D'Souza, The Big Lie. It's a great audio book. Reads well. If you like a lot. No, that's not Don Rickles. That's not Don Rickles. And that, that's, that's in the middle. That's got to be Bob Hope in the middle. Okay, here we go. The Big Lie, Dinesh D'Souza. Great audiobook. You'll like it. Tons, n- 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 just tons of facts. Some analysis, and you can take it or leave it. You can be like, well, Savon, that doesn't, but tons of facts. Tons of facts. You think Dinesh is douchey? Obvious. When a person dies and is buried, it seems there's certain voodoo priests who, who have the power to bring him back to life. Horrible. It's worse than horrible because a zombie has no will of his own. You see them sometimes walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. You mean like Democrats? He knew then a zombie with dead eyes walking around following orders. Bob Ho says like a Democrat. It's like he, it's like he, it's like he predicted the future. Come on, man. Come on, man. If Kayla was here, he'd play the uh he'd play the Joe Biden clip for you. Come on, man. The sound effect makes it seem like a real show. Oh, this one I've been wanting to share this one with you. You guys are gonna love this one. All the Christians pull your chair right up to the front. Right. Uh, you in the back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you. You with the uh, Christ first, says Christ, husband, family on your Instagram account. Yeah, you come, come sit in the front row for this one, please. Come, 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 come. Yes, Mayhem Empire, please come. Rich, yes, come bring your uh, constituents up to the front. I have something uh, for you. Let the, let the, let the discussion begin. This whole, this guy does a pretty good job. He has me for a while too. 
He loses me at the end, though. He loses me at the end, I'm going to say. This is almost a win. This is almost a W for the Christian team. Does evil exist? I know some of you just demand that that shit exists. You just demand that evil exists. Well, Savon, what do you say about what Hitler did? Isn't that evil? What do you say about the raping of children and women? Isn't that evil? And you like you like you you want me to categorize these group of behaviors as evil? Here we go. But this guy, I just don't I don't see evil. But here we go. Atheist professor wanted to prove to his students that God did not exist. So he asked the question, does evil exist? And they answered, yes, it exists. So he asked, well, did God created everything? He answered, yeah, he created everything. Well, if God created everything and God created evil, then he is evil in it of himself. A student raised his hand and said, does cold exist? He said, of course. Have you never been cold? The student answered, cold does not exist. Cold is the absence of heat. Is that true? Is, is that is that is that physics? Cold does not exist. It's just the absence of heat. Is that word fuckery or is that true? I need to think about that. But I really like that. I like what he said right there. You measure temperature by how much heat is in the atmosphere. So he asked another question. Does darkness exist? The professor said, yes, of course. The student replied, again, sir, you're wrong. Darkness does not exist. Darkness is the lack of light. Yeah, I, that's fucking, I just, I can't tell if this is poetry. I can't get my brain wrapped around this part. But I really like it. Darkness does not exist. It's just the absence of light. You measure how dark it is by the lack of light. The student asked the final question, sir, does evil exist? The professor said, of course it exists. Haven't you seen the crime all over? Hey, so the presupposition there is if it can't be measured, it doesn't exist. That's it. Got it. I got it. Jeff, you proud of me? If it can't be measured, this guy's suggesting it doesn't exist. There's a lot of, there's a uh, Bruce Wayne saying it's word fuckery. It's poetry. It's word fuckery. Um, absolute zero is the absence of uh, any heat. And listen, that's an Indian guy saying it. And we all know we're racist here and that the Indian guy must know. See how that works? Racism uh, adding street cred to uh, people's uh, perception. Yeah, Jeff would know. I know that's what I was thinking. Jeff would know. Or at least he could weigh in on it. Oh, here we go. Uh, Jeff, yes, it's lowering of average kinetic energy of a molecular system. I don't even, what the fuck does that mean? It's a yes or no question. Can't you say something that, can't you answer it the way Devesh did? Is it, 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 it <clears throat> cold is just lack of heat? Savon, please read Mere Christianity and come back to us. Oh, stop. Come back to us. How about I come on your back? All around the world, student answer, sir, evil does not exist, at least not unto itself. Evil is simply the absence of God. Evil is what happens when men don't have God's love. Yeah, that's the part where he fucked up. Because we, we started in the beginning that God created everything, and now he's talking about the absence of God, and then he lost me. Like, he had me. I was following along. Oh, this is good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm feeling it. 
We're traveling into the unknown. Their hearts. Evil is like cold when there is no heat and darkness when there's no light. The professor sat down. The student's name? Albert Einstein. Jesus is the light of the world and darkness could not overcome it. Please help me share this message. Type him in in the comment section. God bless you. And eight- is that a science lesson or is that religious? The music angers me. I, I, it didn't anger me, but I appreciate I appreciate the fact that it angered you. I know. <clears throat> oh, we nailed it at the end. The, 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 by saying it's Albert Einstein? No, he, he fucked himself at the end, Jeff. That, uh, he unraveled all of his shit at the end. Later, Matt. I know you think that was you would think that was Einstein. I don't know. I didn't fact check that. That's the thing. That's the if if Suze or Caleb were here, the, the, think of how much richer the show would be. Caleb would pull that up and be like, "No, that wasn't Einstein." Or yeah, that actually it does say right here it was Einstein. We have a second source. Now Jeremy's just dropping bombs. God created science. Duh. The end is the whole point, knucklehead. Well, then he unraveled his shit. I, I Did a man live in a whale's belly for a whole week? That sounds gross. I don't know. <clears throat> I could probably do that. I would just have to get used to the smell. Science. Do you not know what science is? I'll tell you. Most people don't know what it is. In a nutshell, in a nutshell, science is the process and the facts that we gather that allow us to gain the perspective on something that gives us the greatest predictive value of its behavior, forward in time or backward in time. So climate science would be to let us know what gives us the greatest predictive value of what the weather's going to be like tomorrow. But that same theory that allows us to predict what the weather's going to be like tomorrow should also be able to be placed on data to let us know what the weather was yesterday. And it should work both forward and backward in time. That's how all, that's how all science works. It's just, it's just, it's just the predictive value of something. You have these symptoms that allows us to predict in three days you will be sick or you will be healthy. The, the science around COVID was atrocious. The predictive value was absolutely astonishingly bad. Anyone could have, it was so bad. That's why, and, and so that's why people get confused, right? Gravity was created to, as a, as a prediction, as a model to predict how things travel around and react, behave in our atmosphere. So someone can correct me on this, but, but gravity does not work that that those models don't work at a crazy tiny tiny level things don't behave the same on a really tiny level that they do around us me throwing an apple up in the tree juggling balls but it's just a, it's just it's just prediction it's just pr- predictive value there's no truth to it you can't you can't you can't believe you can only believe science you cannot know anything if you, as soon as someone says that then then, then you're, you're kind of left their realm. They're starting to go into zombie land. 
They're, they've they've fallen asleep a little bit, or a lot. But it's fun. I'm not saying it's bad, but but. Oh, here we go. Here we go. This is. I, I don't know about any of this stuff. This is like raw of earth stuff. I know nothing about this stuff. It says here, what happens when we connect our skin with the surface of the earth? I personally don't feel any of this. I walk barefoot all the time. Thank you. Here we go, Jeff. The subatomic scale Newton uh, physics uh, doesn't work. Thank you. I knew there was a smart way to say it. Uh, so, so I, I don't, I don't know, but I walk barefoot a lot. And, and I, I, when I saw this, I looked over at my wife and I go, Hey, I, you need to make sure you walk barefoot every day. She's like, I'm a, I do. I think I'm doing some sled pushing barefoot. My t- I fuck my toes up pushing the sled kind of like numb on the tips. Okay, here we go. What? Well, listen to this and en- enjoy this. Just motivate you to do something new. Even if it's not true, I don't think it matters. Tried to figure out how much charge the body takes in. When you touch the earth, what happens is the body saturates with electrons practically instantaneously. I don't even know what electrons are. Saturates, saturate, your body saturates with electrons. Those are. It's so fast that you can't measure it. He said it's, it saturates so fast that you can't measure it. You can't measure what? How fast it saturates or whether it does saturate or not. You would have to take some measurement of how many electrons were in your body to begin with, right? So electrons from the earth enter the body right away and they coat the red blood cells so that the cells repel each other. And then they can't clump and the blood viscosity goes down. Did you hear that? That's the part I really like. Listen to that part. You walk barefoot, your body gets flooded with electrons. The electrons surround each individual cell and give space in between them and changes the viscosity of your blood. It's easier for the heart to pump the blood. The blood pressure goes down. All kinds of cardiovascular issues, they go away. I look at before grounding and after grounding. I don't even see the difference. Just one has more whatever those balls are in their cells. That's the thing. I don't know if this is true, but but I'm still a proponent. I'm still a proponent. I'm 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 open. I'm 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 signing up. I'm going um No shit. Oh, I'm um we're going to get James Newberry on the show. I'm excited. So, I know at least one of you will walk barefoot more. I know I see that and I will be um I'll be walking more. Ah, yes, uh, Heidi, let's talk about viscosity. Don't be starting now on viscosity. I know. I thought I thought about it. Does it change the viscosity of all the fluids? That's how I thought about it. Barefoot, barefoot, barefoot. Here we go. 
We haven't done abortion today, right? No abortion, no... I mean, this is a chill show, right? Chill. Everything's chill, nothing too heavy. A lot of just racism. Just hanging out in the world of comedy racism, right? Here we go. Enjoy. This is, uh, this is, good. This is a good Friday show. Friday, Thursday, what's today? Here we go. This, man. Have any of y'all ever uh, been having a conversation with somebody and they end up saying a word that you don't know? Okay, one dumbass like me. Uh, the rest of y'all just walk in dictionaries. Little shit, fuck that. I know I'm not the only woman talking to somebody. They bring up an unfamiliar word in the middle of the conversation. I hate when it happens, but when it does, I'll grab my phone and I'll ask Siri right in the middle of the shit. I don't care. My coworker didn't show up for work one day. As soon as he walked in the office, I asked him, I was like, hey, man, what happened to you yesterday? We needed you. He's like, oh, man, I had to take my dad to the phlebotomist. <laughs> hey, Siri, what is a dad? That's actually my mama favorite joke. She fucked with that shit. Why is that funny? Uh, I'm barefoot while I rail your mom, says Coley. I don't know. That's a little forced. I hope you're barefoot, but it's a little forced. It's a, it's a little forced for a mama joke. You know that one, Trish? That's golden. Is that old old school? It's Oh, kind of just like the method, like the... The, the change of direction. Yeah, it's good. I like it. Big word. That one nice was titled Big Words. Big Words. Big words. Oh, my goodness. Speaking of a golden one. I probably haven't shown this in 100 shows. So here you go. You guys get it again. It, ro it rotated back in. You ever dig through someone's Instagram and then they have the same picture of themselves like, you know, like seven times? And it's usually like a good picture of them or it's like a picture of them holding hands with like Sylvester Stallone or some moment that they're proud of. I always wonder, do they know that they've used that seven times as I'm scrolling through? Or do they do they forget? They like the picture and they forget like a year passes and they're like, oh, you know what? I'm going to show the world that I one time met Sylvester Stallone. They show that shit again. Pay close attention, especially if you're a parent. Listen. 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 Who is to say that the boy would be happier your way or mine? Why not let him decide? No, I'm afraid it don't work that way. You can't let a young one decide for himself. He'll grab at the first flashy thing with shiny ribbons on it. Then when he finds out there's a hook in it, it's too late. Wrong ideas come packaged with so much glitter, it's hard to convince them that other things might be better in the long run. All a parent can do is say, wait trust me and try to keep temptation away who's to say there it is i've told you guys this recently i'll tell you again i make my kids do stuff and i and i and i try to keep it in in a funnel or in a uh, activity that i know that they can succeed in I don't want them to do something that, that the net result is failure, right? 
And the reason why the reason why I came up with this, how I came up with this, is when I went to school, there became a point. I don't remember when, sometime between third and fifth grade, that I fell behind, and I couldn't catch up. I didn't catch up. I didn't have the skills, the tools, whatever. For some reason, I didn't catch up. And then so from the third grade to me graduating from high school was horrible. And then into college was horrible because I was just so far behind. And I just couldn't catch up. And and by then I had developed these other skills of how to pass, right? How to get by in school. That weren't the traditional skills. They weren't the skills of uh, here's the assignment, do the work, study, pass the test, move on. I did. I didn't. I didn't have those skills. So there's this program called Kumon that my kids do, and basically you do some math work, and if you don't pass, you stay there, and you keep working on it, and you keep working on it until you pass. You eventually learn success. You learn that you may not pass this sheet of paper for 20 days, but eventually you'll pass it because you put in the hard work and passed it. And you won't move on until you've passed it. And it's like that with all the things I do with them. Jiu-jitsu, they're not going to get the belt until they're proficient. Skateboarding, they're not going to learn chicks. They're not going to jump off 10 feet until they can jump off of one foot. Piano. Tennis. Tennis is a tricky one. Tennis is a tricky one. Tennis is, and the reason why tennis is the tricky one is because there are there becomes an there's a group of there's a class. The way tennis works and, and the way some sports works is, you can only stay as good. There's an age component. There's an age component, right? At least the program my kids are in. So there's a class for kids. That let's say are six and let's say that are eight and under, right? And that's the class they start in and then they graduate. But if you're 12 and you've never played tennis before, they won't put you in the class with those kids that are under eight. So you have to start in another class and it's kind of an accelerated class. So you'll miss some of the fundamentals. You won't be able to master it like someone who started at four or five or six. You just won't. Unless unless your family goes out of its way to, to, to make, put you through the rigor and get you the private training and all the stuff you need. And tennis is hard. It's way more complicated than you could ever imagine if you don't play or you don't watch someone try to learn it. It's nuts. The nuances are crazy with what you do with the racket. But anyway, that's it. I, I'm not going to put my kid in something that they can, that they, that through hard work that they can't pass. I'm not going to let them quit. They're not going to, they, they don't get to quit. I hear parents say that shit all the time. Well, my kid doesn't want to do this anymore. They lost interest in it. No, no, they didn't. Everyone loses interest in everything. There's nothing everyone wants to do. Every th- you, have, you, you have to. Easiest game ever. Yeah. Tennis. Easiest game ever. That's why they invented pickleball. Pickleball's for retards and old people and people who just want to play tennis for leisure. It's, it's slowed down tennis. Uh, Zach Jones, I played tennis every day for two hours in high school, and I was still pretty mediocre at the end of the day. Shit is hard. Uh, Sevon spends more per month on his kids than the Liver King spends on performance-enhancing drugs. You don't even know. 
Uh, Coley, uh, I feel like that's with anything, having years of foundational experience will set you up for success more than someone who starts later. Yeah, I guess I just mean with tennis, you're, you're right. You're, you're right. Obviously, if you, if you start jujitsu at 30, you're not going to roll with the kids class. It's just to, to, to play competitive tennis. So you would have a better chance starting jujitsu at 16 and becoming a world champion jujitsu practitioner than you would starting tennis at 16. There's just no, there's no way. It, there's just, there's so much, so much time has to be put in to work on those nuances. I mean, it's, it's all those racket sports. You almost have to be autistic at some point. I mean, those, those tennis players are weird. If you ever watch one of those things, the Australian open or something. They're a trip. Yeah, pickleball is great for non-athletes. I know pickleball is great. I'm just teasing. Yeah, pickleball is great. Yeah, look at Novak started at four. Yeah, and and my kids started really early too. And I don't realize how how uh, good they are until I take them somewhere, and someone comments on, "Wow, they're fucking amazing." But it's just because the, the the guy who taught them taught them the nuances. Short show today. Very short show today. I'm going to breakfast. I normally just eat pan, uh, um, eggs out of the pan that are left over. Okay, I'll leave you with one 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 last thing here. Yeah, it was it was full blown racism Friday. Here here on the Seven Podcast, you're gonna love this. I don't know how you I don't know how anyone hears this, even though this is just funny, and then reconciles being woke still. Like as soon as you hear this, how how can you how can you do any like I'm black or I'm white or how can you do any like this guy's just clowning you if you're woke just clowning you uh, the wristbands what are you new to the show on cold days i wear wristbands i've always worn wristbands when it's cold and then i take them off and it's like oh i sweat when i wear wristbands i start getting really warm let me tell uh i've really i've really I, part of me thinks it's just lazy every time i call Haley. Good morning. Um, hi. Good morning. Hi. Hey, um, could you get the boys um, dressed? I'm going to take them to breakfast. We are doing that right now. All right. Okay. What time? I'll probably be done. Are you leaving? I'll probably, I'll probably will leave in five or ten minutes. Oh, wow. Okay. Just the normal just shape, clean underwear, girls' pants, wife beater. Uh, on a sweater, just the regular shit. Uh, I was just gonna have them go in like pajamas. You don't like that? No. <laughs> okay. Love you. I'll bye. change them. Okay. Love you. Bye. Pajamas. My kids don't even own pajamas. I think pajamas are a tool tool of the man. Okay, here we go. You guys ready? I know some of you are like, "Oh my god, the show's gonna be over." That sucks. And some of you are like, "Thank God." Here we go. 
guys. All right, yeah. I love the Irish. You know why the Irish are great? Because they're one of the last groups you can shit on and you guys never complain. Yeah? I mean, think about all the Irish terms. It's like uh, I- Irish coffee. That's just coffee with booze in it. You know, or Irish goodbye. That's where you get too drunk and forget to say bye. Or uh, I'm going to beat you like a redheaded stepchild. No one says they're Irish, but we know what the fuck's going on there. Yeah. And they keep changing all these team names, like the, the Indians or the Guardians or the Redskins or the Commanders. You ever see the fighting Irish? Just a fucking drunk midget with his hat cocked, ready to go. Nobody bitches. You guys are tough. You never complain. And, you know, you guys are uh, called the, they call them the N-words of Europe. And if you rearrange the letters in ginger. All right. Just say it. There we go. God, Mark Norman is good, isn't he? There you go, Irish. Got two Irish. I just want to play that, Mark. He is so funny, Mason. I agree. He is so funny. Anyone who ever complains, I don't feel welcome here or this or that, I just want to put a, get him a pair of headphones and put that on their ears. Sevon's calls to Haley sound a lot like a Netflix documentary when the police released the last call from a murderer. <laughs> who gets killed near her? You saw him a few weeks ago? That's crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. God, that must have been so good. He's killer live. I bet. I bet. <clears throat> yeah, how do you justify how do how how like all of those things he said are true about Irish people? It just just crushed them. There's things that you know, there's things that you know, like when someone, when, when you pour something super hot into a styrofoam cup and you feel the styrofoam cup start to get a little soft or when, or when the lid at Starbucks, the coffee's so hot that the lid at Starbucks doesn't stay on because it's, it's either changed. It's so hot that it melted the plastic lid or did something that deformed the edge of the cup up there. You know that something happened there. Uh Uh-oh. That thing off-gassed or it melted or something happened, and now I'm going to drink it or eat it. You know. You know. You're not stupid. You know. Uh Uh-oh. You're not sure what the implications are, but you know. And that's the same thing with when you go to Ireland. You get off the plane and you start looking at those people and you're like, I know something's not right here. These people have been trapped on a fucking island for so fucking long and only fucked each other and they got something weird here. Their dogs have something weird. Their dogs are weird. What kind of dog is that, Labrador? Looks nothing like our Labrador. Little cross-eyed, little narrower in the head. Just weird. Just weird. Just is what it is. It just is 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 what it is. I'm gonna say it right now. I would rather be uh, uh, black than Irish. You know when those those things when they ask, would you would you anyone in here want to be a black man? Oh my God, I can't believe it. That's so poignant. Uh, yes, I. W- what's my choice? Do I have to be an Irish guy from Ireland? I'll choose a black guy. 
Especially if it's Jesus Christ. Wasn't he black? Uh, the Dave Castro, uh, Sevi. Sorry, I couldn't make today at 3 p.m. Let's reschedule for the uh, April the 1st. I'll be there for sure. Is he still on the schedule? Jesus Christ. One more phone call. Let's see if we can. Um, is, is he really on there? Is that true? Let's see. Um, oh. Oh, someone tried to call me from Instagram at 4.50 in the morning. Don't do that. Did you know that? That on your iPhone, it tells you, it said, uh, it said someone tried to call me. But on my iPhone numbers, like where my phone, where my phone uh, numbers come in. Where my phone calls come in. That's not Dave. What are you talking about? Of course that's Dave. That's definitely Dave. Oh, you think it was the chat? I'm not in that chat. Yo. Hey. Hey. Hey, um, is, is Dave still on the, um, can we put, take Dave off the schedule? Yeah. I thought I had moved up. Are we live right now? We are. Okay. I thought I had, I thought I had adjusted that. So it shouldn't populate. Oh, maybe you have. The the comments are just I, harassing me. You probably have. I didn't even check. I just thought, oh, I'll call Sousa right now. Fuck these guys. Yeah, double check it, though. But I thought I did because I, I also pushed the uh, Danielle Brandon show when I did that at the same time. But I don't know if that, I don't know if Dave's is still populating. I, I'm hearing rumors that you're not going to be working on the show anymore. Those aren't those can't possibly be true, right? Because you haven't you, you only do live calling shows now on the weekend. I only do live calling shows. Oh, what are you talking about? My clip? My clip for my new studio? Yes, yes. You see that? Yes. Oh, that's, man, you got to sign. Wait a second. That's your new, that's your studio? Yeah, you got to sign. And I and I spent a hundred grand and I built out a whole studio. Okay. Now I feel better. No, I just, I just, I just, I, that's a local, uh, a local podcast called Through the Grapevine. That's Livermore-centric. Uh, Grace and I went on it. Did the uh, a podcast about the nutrition challenge she's doing. Okay. Okay. I did see that yeah. clip. That was a great clip. Thank you. But yeah. I didn't, you, yeah. you really don't think anyone in your gym cares what their time is. You don't think that like, I, I like to beat people in workouts. You don't I think mean, anyone- beating people, beating people is fine. But here's the thing. Like when you're starting out, when you're doing CrossFit, no, it doesn't matter. Everybody's terrified in some of the people that, that would like care about their times and are just getting started usually start shortcutting all their reps because they're more focused on comparison yeah. and not on improve and not on improvement. And the biggest thing I talk about is even some of the, even some of the athletes that are better in the gym, I'm like, Hey dude, you got to train sometimes. Not every day is competition. You know what I mean? Right. I, I hear, I hear you, but I, I, I do think that when people go in the gym, they want to win. Then the workout starts and 30 seconds in, you forget that you want to win because you're just fighting to fucking get your next breath. And then when the workout's over, you're like, okay, who did I beat? Isn't that? Yeah. Yeah. And you can still do that. You can yeah. still do that. It's just something that I just don't, we just don't like foster in the gym. Like I'm not going to come to like, 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 Hey, like, Stevon, hurry up. Caleb's five reps ahead. You got to catch it. You know what I mean? Oh, right, right. Okay. I just don't want that shit to turn into street parking. Like it's fun competing. I mean, yeah, you could be competitive. The timer will always be there. The people will always be around you. The standards always set by the movement. So you still have the parameters to compete. Yeah, you want to be a bitch? You want to be a fucking bitch? Come to my house or go to street parking and work out. 
<laughs> hey, but it's all right. Street, park, street parking should be CrossFit's leave your ego at the door. Street parking in Sevon's house should be uh, uh, bring your ego with you. Yeah, don't worry. You can totally keep your ego. Don't worry. Just come on. Bring your, bring your ego with you and defend it at all times. Yeah. I'm going to get in so much trouble the, if Miranda hears that. She's going to send me send me text. Hey, asshole. Hey, but one, thing, one thing you will be stoked about is uh, we actually provide baby carriers at CFL now. Yeah. So if you want to do your kettlebell swing, hey. your squat with a baby or two babies strapped to you, you're more than welcome to. Brother, I've been totally, uh, I've been totally um, uh, unfucked. It's totally okay to leave your fentanyl out and your booze out and your needles and leave the stove on because anything could happen anytime. You could slip on a banana and die tomorrow. So don't even Correct. worry about uh, uh, protecting your kids or, or putting your kids in harm's way. It's, it's just, don't even worry about it. But thank you. Yeah. Yeah, risk mitigation is for beta. Yeah, beta, beta, beta move. Uh oh, I'm, I'm dick, alpha. dick butter. Shots fired at my at my bay, Miranda. <laughs> I don't. Uh, when uh, we go to some, I don't even look into traffic. I just stand it on my phone and hope hand of an angel reaches out and pulls me back onto the curb. Good, thank you. That's, That's me. Thank you. <laughs> hey, so, so, me, me. Do you remember in the Lily? Do you remember the Lilliputians, uh, Oliver's Travel? Like when they're shooting those arrows at the giant and they just bounce off them. They can't do anything to them. Yeah, that's like yeah. me. That's like me talking shit about Miranda. No, no one. Don't get your panties in a twist, people. I'm a fucking. <laughs> she's she's a giant, and I'm just a Lilliputian. Dude, you can't even call that not talking shit. That wasn't talking shit. That was just that was some fun razzing. Like if you don't do that in your friends, you should be worried because then you're not really that close in the relationship. I don't know if you guys know this, but last night I was at Greg's house and Allison Bishop, Allison NYC was on a Instagram call with like the group of cross with the group of, I guess people from the Sevon podcast. I'm not sure. But while she was on it, she was talking into her camera and I was watching her and her baby was breastfeeding and her baby came off of her boob. Oh, it's a mid-flip. And I think the whole team saw a nipple last night. I think, I don't know. I, I don't look at Rob Myers. Yes, that's correct. Hey, if that is correct, I want everybody to do us a favor. Please donate four ninety nine to the podcast right now. That was not free. We set that up. You're welcome. Now listen, uh, Trish, I love this community four ninety nine. Now listen, um, those, if that, I thought that all those people got together, uh, to, because they, you know, just to, because they liked each other. I realized last night after seeing Allison on the call that they are not on there uh, for, they're only on there for one reason. <laughs> All right. Oh, well, well, folks, Thanks, okay. Susa. All right. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Yeah, you missed it. All right, guys. Love you guys. Uh, see you either. Uh, see you soon. I, I'm not sure when, but I'll see you guys very soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>